Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. Welcome back to the Rec Center. He's Jack Ferris. I'm Lindsay Joy. And Jack, you have something uh, in common with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do you know what it is? Uh, I don't. You just returned from an eventful trip to Lake Tahoe. Oh, do they do that a lot? They just went this week. Uh, the Tahoe trip lasted like three episodes and it ended this week, last week, and it was eventful. I'm assuming yours involves slightly less drama uh, and fewer arguments. How was your little weekend getaway? It looked beautiful. It was great. Yeah. Uh, it's right. Uh, Tahoe gets crazy like right now. Like that was just the last weekend we were there and it was still kind of like 75 degrees. From here on out, it looks like, I mean, this week in particular, it looks like mid 80s, which up there just feels awesome. But yeah, no, it was perfect. It's always nice to get up there a couple times a year. It's, I mean, you have to when you live in the Bay Area and everyone's got friends that have connections up there. So it all works out. Um, where do they stay? The R-H-O-O-C. Great question, because you know I already looked up the Airbnb. I believe it was $8,000 a night, and I think it was... South Lake Tahoe is the more fun. South Lake Tahoe is like party area, yeah. I think it was on the south side, um, but it was an Airbnb house. I think it was like 17 rooms. I, like I said, I believe it cost $8,000 a night. Th their trip was actually in October. Um, they filmed a while ago. But if you are interested in seeing what it's like to stay, you know, with the team of people that involve uh, are involved with the Real Housewives trip, you can Google Real Housewives Tahoe house. And then you can go to the Airbnb link. Um, it looks fabulous. I would love, I absolutely love to stay there. I don't have 17. Well, we could find 17 friends. I don't have $8,000 um, a night. So slight, slight issue. Did you stay nearby there? No, I was at North Shore. A little, little more relaxed. But on the blackjack table, Friday night, I was up $3,000. Wow. Gave it all back. <sighs> But the laughs, we had the laughs, we had some laughs. But if you're, did you make friends with the dealer? That's my move. Uh, no, dealers were actually awful. Usually, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm generally friendly with everyone on the table, especially if I'm winning money. So there was a lot of friends, a lot of, a lot of general merrymaking on the tables, but no, the dealers were cold in more emotionally and card wise. <laughs> But so maybe that's a Vegas thing, though, because I've only ever really played in Vegas. Speaking of, um, is Gene Smart behind you from Hacks or is what am I missing? Is that a mare scene that I'm forgetting? Uh, no, I don't know if she's ever bedazzled in mare. I didn't think so. That's Hacks, right? That's Hacks. OK, yeah. so speaking of Las Vegas, Gene Smart, um, again, if you're watching us on the Speak Studios YouTube page, you can see Gene Smart behind Jack. She is bedazzled as he would say. But yeah, I've, I've only really played in Vegas and I feel like maybe the dealers there are more fun. I don't think I've ever gambled in Tahoe. I feel like you need to have some kind of a strategy where you set aside some of the three grand as like savings. But for you, it was all in play. It was all in play. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't lose any money. I mean, we're still too close for it. We're not too far removed from the pain of losing all of it to hear you tell me where, what I should have done differently. You know what I mean? So let's just move on from it. Okay. Gene Smart looks fabulous. Again, Speak Studios YouTube page. You can watch us every week. 
Any other updates from your weekend or are you ready to get into show recommendations? Uh, yeah, I'm going to Hawaii next week. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. that Maui or what island? Uh, Honolulu or Oahu. Honolulu. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, family trip? No, Casey Lund. Shout out Casey Lund. Oh, nice. Shout out to what's, what's, uh, do you know the station he's with over there? I think it's just called Hawaii News Now. I don't know if they have an affiliate, but it's TV. He's, Casey does TV stuff. Casey, not in the know. Casey does TV stuff with, he did it with Jack in Spokane and now um, is in Hawaii. And when I was on vacation over there, I turned the news on because I'm a weirdo who does that in the evenings. Are you trying to kiss Jean Smart? No, I'm trying to drink her champagne. Okay. So I turned the news on. I love watching local news when I go on vacation and I turned on the Hawaii news forgetting Casey was there and he popped up. So that was um, a treat for me. Are, have you seen Hacks? Sorry, that was yeah. a sharp left turn from Hawaii. So I didn't know you were watching it. Okay. I've seen all of Hacks, in fact. Oh, you're further than me. I never even finished. Okay. So straight into it. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought we were going to nail down what we need to watch in serial fashion with everybody else. What was that? I don't know. Oh, I, I got you. I don't know that there is a serial show right now. Like a weekly. Are you, are you talking about a, a new weekly show for us? There is a new show coming out on HBO. The White Lotus. A new miniseries coming out. Oh. It debuts July 11th. Who's in it? Because I've heard of this. Who's in it? Um, Alexander Daddario. Uh, Murray Bartlett. Brittany O'Grady. Anyway, it's about, it's kind of a um, forgetting Sarah Marshall situation. They're all at a tropical resort and they, they get to know each other. Is it funny? I think it, I get funny vibe and a little bit of um, drama as well. I don't know. If I, I don't know if it's a whodunit. Okay. I'm just spitting out ideas. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying we're married to it or anything. No, I'm actually on board with that. I'm going to watch that. I, I think it, I have seen the promo for that. Alexander Daddario being the most famous person in that. I thought there was someone else, but I do think I saw it through her. Um, I'm going to watch it anyway. So I'm down for that to be a week to week show. So wait, say the date one more time. That's not for a month, right? July 11. Yeah. So we got some time. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm going to choke on um, peanut butter. Um, I'm trying to think of things I have. Have you, except it's on AMC, so that can't be a, a group watch, but Kevin can F himself with um, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek is a show that's dropping week to week now, but I don't know that that's going to be like a, I think it's just a 30 minute comedy. Um, I'm trying to think of week to week shows because if it's, if I'm able to binge it, I'm obviously going to do that. Um, we'll think yeah, of we, another one. Yeah, yeah. If, we don't have enough self-control to not binge. There's something called Murder by the Coast I have in my notes. Google Murder by the Coast. I think that might be an HBO. Maybe not. We'll figure it out. I we didn't will. come prepared for this part of it. We will. Well, speaking of 30-minute comedies, uh, I started and finished Hacks in the last 36 hours. And it's a delight. It's great. It's, uh, it's a different show than what I thought it was. I think we talked about it um, a couple of weeks ago. And I kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, I'm kind of done with, you know, 
the old wily veteran and the protege and they don't get along, but guess what? At the end, they do get along. I mean, that definitely happens a couple times over in this, but um, Ava, the young actress and uh, Jean Smart's character, Jean Smart's character is. Oh, what her name is. Yeah. Jean Smart's character. Oh, sorry. I would Deborah Vance, Deborah Vance, Deborah Vance. There you go. And um, the protege or writer who needs a job is Ava played by uh, Hannah Einbinder. And um, it's interesting because a lot of times you don't know whose side you're on. So um, Gene Smart has this great line when they, when they first start writing together and she's, you know, clearly trusting Ava. Um, Ava kind of rolls her eyes at a couple of things that Gene um, Smart's character tosses out there. And she's like a coastal elitist, right? Uh, she, it's only funny if people from LA or New York think it's funny. And, you know, we could just skip all the flyover states. And that, to a certain extent, I agree with. But Gene Smart makes the, the point where if you... There's a lot of other people in the room. There's a lot of other people in the cafeteria not sitting at the cool kids table. And if you alienate them, you're doing it at your own demise. And I can't help but think of one of the most, one of the most successful TV comedies of all time, Big Bang Theory, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Have you ever seen an episode? I've seen five minutes of an episode. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. But people in the Midwest love it. It's one of the most successful television comedies of all time. Uh, so like you see where it, Gene Smart's coming from. It's a lot more thought provoking than it should be, I think, uh, because they're both right. They're both terrible people. And the show I think is about them becoming self-aware of how terrible and self-absorbed they are and how alienating to their friends and family they are. Um, but then it's like, is are they going to change? You know what I mean? Like it's one thing to be a terrible person and then become aware of it. It's quite another to change your behavior and change your ideals and change uh, what you want out of life. So very good stuff. And then a number of just good old fashioned belly laughs. She's good for the, the, the jokes in here. Some of the comedy is actually is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty quick-witted, obviously. Um, like, they both just do a great job with it. I recommended this, I think, after I had watched four episodes. So I don't know that I got to the full moral of the story portion of the show. It's kind of something I've had tucked away for when I don't have anything to watch to finish. Is it? Is it 10 episodes? It's 10 episodes. Okay. Um, there's also good some good jokes about Florida, like Gene Smart. He's someone's talking to her about her target audience being like older people, and you know, like in Vegas, a, a residency you're targeting old people and then like families or something. And she's like, You forgot Florida, like people from Florida are you know my demographic, and I do great with them. And um, kind of to go with your flyover states comment, there's some decent um points to be made there. Um, anything else on hacks? Uh, no, it's good. It's easy watching. And then it's kind of like, yeah, it's not a show where you feel a typical comedy where you feel like satisfied and happy at the end. You're like, 
huh, you're not totally, you don't feel great about yourself, which is, I think, hard to do with comedies. It's definitely something that works well on HBO Max, which um, is a point I'll make about something else later. Um, I'm going to go into my first rec, which is Starstruck. Have you been served any ads? This is what I mentioned last week. Have you been served any ads of this since it actually dropped? I have not. So bizarre, just because this this algorithm just knows me, I guess, a little too well. It is on HBO Max. I do think it's going to like pick up some amount of press and popularity. I, again, am living in my own bubble and willing to admit that, I guess, but this to me seems like something that's going to get, like I said, a decent amount of attention. Um, I've already watched the entire thing, six episodes. It is a comedy, um, an actor, uh, on new year's hooks up with someone he meets at a club essentially. And person he meets at a club is very much not a famous person. She is like a nanny slash, um, Oh, she works at a movie theater. She So she's kind of just like doing odd jobs, um, getting through every day and they hook up and she doesn't realize who he is. So then the comedy and figuring out that he's famous and then she's basically like, ha ha, that was fun. Let's move on. And he's like, no, I, I actually like you. You know what I mean? I think that's like the, the dream for a lot of people. Yeah. And the show is just them. What I really liked about it is it's not... It doesn't happen in a month. It's not like their relationship over the course of a month. And he's like, I can't live without you. And, you know, they go through ups and downs. It's over the course um, of a year or more. And sometimes they have run-ins with each other. Sometimes they're seeking each other out. There's like, there, there are kind of tropes with like the misunderstandings and things that like lead to these issues in their relationship that, that, is a little bit annoying by the way i forgot to say what is your stars rating on hacks because we're going to start doing that now i will go first though i'm giving this four and a half stars like i really love this the only knock is that there's some like rom-com tropes or just silly sitcom tropes there's a weed brownies thing like nobody accidentally eats weed brownies like that doesn't happen so that happens in a lot of shows and movies kind of done with that, but four and a half stars. I absolutely love this. I strongly recommend it. It's very entertaining. They're cute. They have good chemistry. I loved everything about it. What is your star rating on oh, for hacks? Yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll go four stars. Okay. I'll go four stars. Yeah. And we're going out of five and I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to give a lot of half stars. Like, cause nobody does 10 stars, but I kind of wish it was out of 10. You know what I mean? Cause I'm giving it like, I'm giving starstruck a 90%. It got an A, but an A minus, you know, I was actually a B plus at um, my high school. Four and a half stars. I love, I loved it. I loved it. I really did. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The, like I said, my only real, complaint is there's those tropes and there's like these misunderstandings like there's one thing where she's looking through his drawers at his house and she finds pictures of like him and a woman and she's like you have a girlfriend and th that was my australian accent by the way that's not australian um she's australian he's british and she's like you have a girlfriend and gets mad and leaves 
but he doesn't actually have a girlfriend. It's his ex. And he just like had recently broken up and hadn't thrown the pictures away. So it's like those silly misunderstandings that you kind of need to make this work, but also kind of got annoying. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, again, I loved everything else about this and I think most people will like it as well. It's just funny and it's sweet. Okay. What's uh, yeah, I, had, I haven't. I mean, I watch a lot of HBO, and I hadn't even seen anything for that. I know. Speaking of, speaking of all my HBO, <laughs> this is on my list next week. Uh, big controversy about this movie, of course, talking about uh, in the Heights, referring to Washington Heights, Manhattan, Upper West Side. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda grew up there. He wrote this musical that is. Uh, it could be 2019. It could also be like 1981. It's kind of timeless in how he does that. Um, so good on him. Big controversy in that this was supposed to make a ton of money in the theaters over the weekend. It only made 11 million, which is not hot even by COVID numbers. Uh, it's two and a half hours. And you have to be in a certain mindset to watch a two and a half hour Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. Um, I thought it was great. And I'm not like a, a crazy big musical guy. I caught it in the right like mindset. It's about these, uh, well, he's Dominican. And then there's like an assortment of characters from all racial ethnicities. And they all have a dream, right? And it's about growing up and getting into their mid-20s and late-20s. And, you know, oh, help me out, early 30s. And they're all trying to figure out a way, you know, to to realize their best selves. And uh, it's, I, I could see a lot of people not loving it especially like I mentioned, it's probably 45 minutes too long, but I liked it. It's got, it feels like Lin-Manuel Miranda and I'm proud of him for not giving himself like a more central role. He plays like a very, 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 very tertiary character. Uh, but the, the main cast is great. The main like four or five kids, I call them. They're probably like 30. Uh, the main four or five actors are, are fabulous very uh no pun intended colorful <laughs> the way it's shot uh the songs didn't grab me but it's like you know it's like hamilton it's like rap it's like they're not they're like i like when movies give you like expository stuff but this musical is like all expository it's all explaining who they are where they're from what they want to do what is giving them uh, trouble getting there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so they're not like traditional songs with um, hooks. I think it's all like, it's all like rapping to a certain extent. He wrote and this before was Hamilton, right? Uh, it feels like he wrote this a long time ago. Yeah. It feels like he wrote this with the 80s in mind. And I want to say, because they cranked this out pretty quickly. I don't know when he wrote a good question to the internet well so i was gonna say the one thing too this was one of those hbo max drops that was dropped on streaming and then also dropped in theaters and it 
did do really poorly in the box office, but didn't it also do poorly on HBO Max, which is surprising to me because it is something that seems like you would want to watch it at home. I mean, like I said, it's 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 a lot. You see that runtime and you're like, oh my God, two and a half hours. Like, is this all we're going to do tonight? You know, like, can I do anything else? Um, I'm trying to find, it's truly sorry. I just remember reading somewhere that it was the thing he, something he wrote before Hamilton. And obviously now that he has this platform and ability to get things made that then it was turned into. A lot of it feels like Hamilton. Yeah. Um, so what's your star rating? Oh, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go three, five. What'd you give hacks for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anything else it's called in the heights right in the heights so you recommend i watch it because that is on my list for this week i honestly just didn't get around to it i didn't yes. know it was i didn't know that was a runtime it's super enjoyable it does kind of it cruises along all right but yeah it's a lot of painting how bad their lives are <laughs> for the first like hour and a half before there's any kind of like hint at resolution fair all right, I'm going to jump into my second wreck. And this is a show that I wanted to like and didn't. I made it through three episodes. Um, I might revisit it because so many people liked it that made me think I should. And then I just didn't. It's on Peacock. It's called We Are Lady Parts. And I, Peacock has just done well. I recommended Girls 5 Eva in Rutherford Falls. They've done well so far. They've only been around for I don't know how long. Um, with these like sit comedy, sit commy comedies um, that are just entertaining enough. And for whatever reason, they're not on NBC. Maybe they're a little too adult. Um, they've kind of have had that good niche so far. So I thought this would be like that. It kind of is, but I just didn't ultimately like enjoy watching it. So it's this PhD student, and she becomes a guitarist of a band called lady parts um and they're an all-female muslim punk band and it's a bunch of you know like it's a bunch of unknowns who are good actresses and like having a good time but ultimately i just didn't find myself wanting to watch more and maybe that's something that binging maybe it's binging's fault and not the show's fault because rutherford falls and girls five up I can't say that we're really easy to binge. Maybe this is something like would be better week to week. Um, like the, again, with this same kind of thing with Star Trek, there were tropey things kind of like manipulating things that happen sometimes in comedies that I just was like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. Um, so yeah, I just didn't like it. I heard good things and I was disappointed. Um, it was just not that funny. Maybe it's supposed to be more profound than funny, but it, I mean, it is a comedy. So um, I'm giving it two and a half stars because it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I just didn't really like it. So I'm going to try and revisit it. It's a, a very non-committal 50-50 from me. Um, we are lady parts. <laughs> we are lady parts. Uh, okay, my, you go two and a half? I want two and a half. All right. Well, There's potential. Of... It's not the worst thing I've seen, but by any means, I just didn't like it. If you're listening to this uh, and not watching it, 
just know that I'm putting in a lot of um, production work here. Hold okay, on. we're going to talk about something while talk, Jack... Talk amongst yourselves. Um, what else do I have to say? Let me see what I've got in my notes. Oh, I'm going to watch a Facebook watch show. That's an announcement, um, a personal development for me. I've never in my life watched anything on Facebook watch. You didn't um, watch the Tom Brady one, Tom versus time. So this is, that's exactly what I'm going to watch. Um, they did, they did Tom versus time. They did Steph versus the game. I did not watch either of those. Tom and Steph, like I'm, you're very, very good at what you do. I just don't really care ultimately um, about whatever day-to-day life looks like for you. Uh, Simone versus herself, Simone Biles is the one that pulled me in. I'm very excited to watch Simone training for Tokyo. I'm assuming they started shooting last year or the year before, and then took a little breaky break. And then now she's getting ready for Tokyo. So I'm very excited for Simone versus herself. It's the same series, obviously. Um, I don't know if Tokyo is going to happen, yo. I mean at all (laughs) am i missing something yeah tokyo is has an outrageous outbreak um yeah infection rate right now i mean pretty much not to get too into the weeds about it pretty much everyone outside of america or every country outside of america is having a really tough time right now yeah um but we're perfect so we think we're cool and we're like why isn't everyone cool all right here we go have you seen this no. You haven't seen Solos? Oh, yeah. Solos is good. Save the best for last year. Uh, kind of. So, Solos. Uh, Anne Hathaway, Anthony Mackie, Helen Mirren, Morgan Freeman, like seven other actors. There's seven or eight episodes. They're all 30 minutes. They're all like one-man plays. Um, and it's kind of sci-fi-y. It's kind of uh, Black Mirror-ish. And they all stand alone, but you feel like they're all in the same universe uh, because there's like some time traveling thing going on. So it's like Black Mirror and like it starts and then you kind of just build on uh, roles that were established in earlier episodes uh, for the most part. And it was a risk and I think it paid off. It's... uh, I've only watched three episodes. I've watched the um, Anne Hathaway, Anthony Mackie, and some other actor whose name I can't remember. And they were pretty good. But the last series that Amazon put out that was like an anthology standalone was Modern Love like two years ago. And they ordered their episodes in like order of how good they were which I don't know if that was the best strategy because once I heard that I watched like the first four of modern love and I could feel it tailing off. And then I never watched any other episode of modern love. But if this is their thing, if this is Amazon prime shtick, I'm into it. You keep getting these A-list actors and the, I'll be honest for solos. It's like maybe three or four A-list actors they can shoot this in like a week. Good to go. It's zero time commitment. And, you know, it's if you see something starring Anne Hathaway and Helen Mirren and Morgan Freeman, you're going to be intrigued. 
You're going to click on it. Uh, I would give it a, the few that I saw, four. And the reason I'm saying, the reason I'm scoring it so high is because they are 30 to 35 minutes or something like that. You, there, there's not crazy cliffhangers to the point where you need to watch the next one. And in fact, like you don't need to watch the next one because it's going to be a totally different story in a different universe. It's the perfect buffer before bed show, I believe. Like if you watch something scary and intense and bleh, like some kind of documentary about, you know, people being touched where they shouldn't be touched. This is a good, this is a good, uh, I should have said murder there and it would have sounded way less creepy. (laughs) I said murder. This is a good decompress. Solos, Amazon Prime. Um, I forgot my question. This background thing is very distracting for me. What? So you're saying they're they're They are each their own story, even though it's in the same world. Like truly one has nothing to do with the next. Correct. And yeah. there are other actors. And then the main person is just the main person. It's not like them in a one man play for 30 minutes. No, it is. You, you know that they live in a world with other people, but this was cle- clearly shot during COVID <laughs> with the idea that, um, and you smirk because you hated that Anne Hathaway COVID. I was going to say Anne Hathaway was just out here yeah. trying to work during COVID. Yeah. Well, she nails it on this one because she is by herself in the first episode and it is, it is, it's good stuff. Like I said, there's tiny rules you need to follow time traveling, etc. You need to t- suspend that disbelief, but it's like, it's like four or five years into the future. So maybe we figure it out four or five years. And you could tell you could tell by this JPEG, Helen Mirren is in a very um, futuristic, spacey outfit. They all are kind of, you know. Yeah. Did you watch the Anne Hathaway Modern Love episode? Was that in your top four? Yeah. yeah was, okay. I don't remember good. the order. I watched them all. The Modern Health one or the the Mental Health one. Hmm. Um. And you saw? Isn't it Dev Patel? Is he the one that does? It's the Hinge Founders love mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. is it dev patel i should google it that because, okay i was gonna i'm gonna feel bad if it's not dev patel um anyway i saw all those i do not remember them getting worse and worse but i think i benched it all in a day so things start to blur together in that scenario um anything else on solos i the only thing amazon prime served me this week was flack season two uh with anna paquin i've recommended that on here if you haven't watched Flock season one, still recommend that. By the way, Feel Good season two. Has your Netflix served you feel good yet? I don't even, I don't know, man. I don't I just mean like the top. Like you. Top 10? Top, it, your top banner. It's the top 10. It's in the top 10 shows, but I don't know if it's in the no, top. Feel Good has not been up there. Okay. I just know what, like Amazon, when I open my Fire Stick, there's something on the very top banner every time. And it's... um flack right now so it has not served me solos and i went into the app to watch flack and it didn't give me solos so that's interesting um you gave this four stars yeah four stars solos pretty good you'll be intrigued all right my last one is one that i've sort of didn't think i was going to do on this podcast you will roll your eyes at it because it is for teenagers (laughs) it's not really for teenagers though so one thing I was going to mention when we were watching Mayor of Easttown 
was Mayor was getting like 1.5 mil per ep. And I do know a lot of people that went back and binged it all once it had all dropped. Um, I think it was like three weeks in that I saw that Mayor was, which is a decent number for HBO. Like it's not a terrible number, but I think everyone with access to HBO should watch it. So obviously disappointing number there. Um, Mayor was getting like 1.5 mil. Cruel Summer on Freeform, but also on Hulu was getting like almost 4 million viewers. Jesus Christ. A week. And it's on, it's not, it's not on NBC. Like it's not easily accessible. You have to either pay for Hulu or pay for full on cable and have freeform. So it's not like, oh, it was an ease of access thing. If that makes any sense. Um, this is Pretty Little Liars for Gen Z slash Zillennials slash me, <laughs> who is neither of those first two things. Um, but it's almost better and it's different in a way. So I will just say, again, it's on Hulu, Freeform if you have cable and want to watch it that way. It The finale is airing tonight, and it's a pretty good binge show. So if you're looking for something pretty quick and guilty pleasure to binge, Cruel Summer might just be for you. Um, it's, it starts out, I know there's, the funny thing was I saw um, a reference, I, I read something about this, and it was like, not the Taylor Swift song. And I was like, oh, come on. That's not even like the number one Cruel oh, Summer Oh, yeah. Song. I didn't even know Taylor Swift had a song called Cruel Summer. She does. She never released. It's from a lover. She never released it as a single. She should have. I really don't know why she didn't release it, it as a single. Does it slap? It's good. It's it's not her best, but it is very good. It's one of um, it's one of the songs that slaps the most from lover, I would say. Anyway. Um, Wait, who sings, the, who sings the Cruel Summer song? I was it's, just thinking. I Google it. If you Google Cruel Summer, it should be the first one that comes up. I don't think. No, the first thing that comes up is this show on Freeform. <laughs> Cruel Summer song. I I don't think Taylor would come up first. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't Banana, know. Bananarama. Thank you. I was like, I, I'm not even going to try and butcher it. But um. anyway, some shout great songs. Shout out Bananarama. Sing. Shout out Bananarama. Always shout out Bananarama. Bananarama. Why can I not talk today? Um. If you start to watch the show, they jump through time. So the setup is you're watching events that happen on the same day for three years. So 93, 94, 95. It's like a throwback to essentially when we were kids, these kids would be slightly older than us because they're just starting high school in 93, I think. And well, actually, I guess they would be like 10 years older than us. Anyway. They'd be significantly older than us. I'm old. So you watch... So, you know, July 1st in 1993, and then it skips ahead to July 1st in 1994, July 1st, 1990. So that's a setup and it skips pretty fast at first, like you're time traveling and you always know where you are, but it is a little annoying how fast they jump. And I just think the show kind of figured out what it wanted to be and what parts of the show were more interesting than others. Basically a high school girl goes missing. And then within the first episode, you see her return. Uh-huh. So she simultaneously disappears but then you know she's okay but then you're going to figure out what happened in essentially like the eight months to a year that she was missing so there's that central mystery and then she comes back and she accuses another high school girl of having seen her where this big bad man was hiding her she's like Jeanette 
came to the house I was kidnapped in and saw me and didn't tell anyone because she didn't like me and didn't want me to be like free. Um, so there's this other central mystery of who's telling the truth. But the show actually kind of, it doesn't go away from that because those are always there, but it focuses more on other things that are just more interesting and it, it gets better. Like it really does. I was actually kind of just mindlessly watching it at first. And like I said, the finale tonight and excited to see how it wraps up. I don't know how you do a season two of this show. I'm sure. Well, what's the number, yo? Freeform will find a way. I have it at 3.5 because it is a goofy teen show sometimes, but it's it's good. It is. I, I also really did like Pretty Little Liars. Not at the end. The first few seasons are good. The final, however many, are, are legitimately bad. Um, Got it. But yeah, three and a half with the caveat that I liked Pretty Little Liars. I never saw an episode of Pretty Little Liars. And that's fine. We had just graduated college, so we were on the verge of being too old, but also the right age. Like, I'm admittedly too old for the show now, but it is very much like... Are Have any of the Pretty Little Liars uh, ladies gone on to something else? Bigger things? Well, Ashley Benson. Who's you Ashley know, Benson? Um, The Spring Break movie, Spring Breakers. Blonde. Oh, God. Well, I just, she's, she does a lot of stuff. They're all like incredibly um, Instagram famous. Um, what is her name? Her brand is Baze. Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. But she, I don't know. They all work. Um, one of them married the guy from Suits. And I think is friends with. Megan Merkel. Thank you. Um, but I honestly think in some way that she has chosen to be a little more off the map. So I don't know. I think Ashley Benson is incredibly famous, but maybe that's just me engaging with too much Gen Z content for my own good. Anyway, three and a half stars, cruel summer on Hulu season finale is happening. So if you want to binge it, it is all there waiting for you. I do recommend that you watch mirror first. If you, for whatever reason, have not seen it. Why do you keep comparing the two? Because, oh, because this because one's the, also a whodunit? Yeah, they were like the hot summer whodunits, one for adults and one for not adults. People who maybe have a driver's license, but not much more. Um, but I, that's also to say, yes, it's not prestige TV, but it also is very entertaining and that doesn't make it bad. Got it. I was just comparing the two because they um, started airing at the same time. We just finished eight weeks of Cruel Summer and Mare was seven, right? So, uh, yeah. They are pretty much simultaneously. Yeah, they are pretty much simultaneously. Um, anything else? Do you know who done it? In Cruel Summer? Yeah. So you actually find out who done it first. You know who done it. Uh-uh. I don't know if the girl, if the teen girl, I don't know how that, if she actually saw her and she was like, JK, I'm not going to help you. Or like, we don't, there's, there's like mysteries to solve that we don't know how they went down. But the show is pretty good with like making you think one thing and then. So it's like, you actually um, think another. it's kind of like knives out in that, you know, who done it pretty early, but then do you know who done it? How, who didn't. I saw I saw knives out like a year ago. Who did it? And I saw I remember that Anna Darmus done it. Did she? Or did she? I don't remember. 
Um, Knives Out 2 on Netflix is going to be wild. They keep making cast announcements for that. If you just want to know. They're doing Knives Out 2 on Netflix? Yeah. Google Google With Knives Ryan, Out 2. Is Ryan Johnson doing it? Mm, good question. I only know that every single week they announce... It's like solos, but times a hundred with random famous people. Google knives out two cast. Huh. Uh, okay. I guess I will do that right now. You know what I was honestly doing just now? What? I was paying my um, electric bill. Uh, you don't have like an auto pay setup? Uh, I do, but I um, I wanted to switch the card up this week or this month. And I've been meaning to do it for months and I always forget. And I'm like, oh, next time. Switch the card up? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Switch your card. I got you. I got you. And so you got inspired to do due, that while I was due, talking about cruelty. The automatic, yeah, the automatic payment is tomorrow. So I just got it done, baby. Um, Knives Out 2 cast. Knives Out 2 was a good movie. I just don't understand how it got. The only thing out is <laughs> Daniel Craig and Dave Bautista. No. I, are you uh, on IMDb? I'm on IMDb now. No, go to like news. Um, Jessica Henwick, Catherine Hahn, Ed Norton, Kate Hudson, Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> Kate Hudson. Okay. Um, any other things that you're excited for this week? I yeah, uh, Dave, season two. Oh, yeah. Dave, season two. Hi, I'm Dave. Is that tomorrow? Uh, I don't know what day of jobs, but okay. either so today or tomorrow, Tuesdays or Wednesdays, one of those. Cool. I'm excited for Simone versus herself. Uh, and we'll think of a good, we'll do homework on a good week to week show. Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> Maybe we should do Dave. Maybe we should watch Dave. Oh, Dave. Do they drop that week to week? We'll, we'll Google. We'll do some more. We will start Googling things before we get to the show instead of during. How about that? Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye.